Welcome to the Ministry of Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. Our vision is bringing people into the full realization of their potential in God and our mission. Building a community of believers whose lifestyle positively influenced change in the society. Welcome to Lighthouse. Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenergy.org. By God's grace, today we are privileged to have Reverend Joseph Opanachi in our midst. Reverend Joe, as fondly called, is a pastor of the New Creation World Center, Abuja. He had to narrate globally with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, teaching on the basic fundamentals of faith and the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer, emphasizing our healing and redemptive reality. He's happily married to Barrister Celia, and they are blessed with four lovely children. Can I crave your indulgence as we stand to receive this ministry gift for the second session of ESC 2023 on Saturday? Thank you, sir. said to thee, but you have refreshed my spirit. Are we blessed? Just yeah. wave everywhere if you have been blessed. Thank, thank God for you. Thank God for you. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, servant of God, for I do not take this privilege lightly. This is the third time. Anywhere you went once, they, bring, they brought you back again. And then they brought you back again. You must be doing something right in that place. You gave me the confidence that I'm, I must be saying something right. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, Pastor, for luck. I got it this time. You know. Thank you, sir. It's all the way from Ondo, I'm, I'm sure. Am I correct? Akure, Akure. Okay, I, I thought they were the one from Akure. Oh, good to have met you today. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Please, we may be seated. I trust the fellow in the computer room that I, I didn't bother to bring my Bible since. I have faith in him. <laughs> that as I mentioned, okay, about four hours, right? <laughs> you know how we do it in Ramana? This course is 12 hour course. <laughs> All right. It's counting down already, so I better make use of it. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. I can never be tired of hearing about the Holy Ghost. And it's so refreshing to hear about Him, not it, but Him this morning. He is not a wind, he is not a dove, he is not an impersonal force. He is a person. Capital P, person. And he lives in us. Isn't it wonderful to know that the third person of the Godhead lives inside of us? Something that Jesus, two scriptures, something Jesus said. John chapter, it's like everybody has, has, we have to touch John before we can proceed. John chapter 14 verse 16. And I will pray. So it was a prayer point. I will pray the Father and he, the Father, will give you another, uh, this is not, this is New King James. Okay. Another helper, comforter, the uh, old King James will say, that he may abide with you forever. It was a prayer. I will pray the Father. Jesus will pray the Father, and then the Father will give you another comforter. He has explained the word another to us clearly. Uh, in verse 24, sorry, 26. But the helper, here Jesus, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send. Jesus believes in his prayers. How did he know the Father will send him? Because he prayed. I'll pray the Father. So the Holy Spirit has been given. And it was the prayer of Jesus. And since he has been given, he hasn't returned. He is with us. He is in the church. He is amongst us collectively. And he is in us individually. Put your hand, hand around your stomach area, belly. Bible calls it. Say the Holy Ghost lives here. You should say it. The Holy Ghost. He lives here. He lives big in me. He has his home in me. He is comfortable in me. He is not under threat. He is alive and well on the inside of me. I am a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. There are foes outside there. There are adversaries outside there, but greater. 
greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I said greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. There is a he in me. I am not alone. I don't go places alone. There is a he that lives in me. When I look into the eyes of the evil ones, the greater one looks through my eyes and, and, and then, and then they, they are scared. Why? Because the greater one is on the inside of me. Glory to God. Okay, 1 Corinthians 12. One, every Bible I ever own, I want out that page. The page of every Bible that I ever own. I wore out this chapter. 1 Corinthians 12. We're talking about the Holy Ghost. And I'm asked to speak on the Holy Spirit and the supernatural. Now, concerning spiritual gifts. If you, if you are following the old King James, it will put the word gifts. I don't know how it works here in Lagos, but at Abuja, anytime we go with the 1611 KJV, it puts the word gifts in a bracket, meaning it is italicized. If you look at the King James, old King James, maybe we should do the old King James from the computer room. See, as, uh, uh, Lagos is different from Abuja. They didn't put it. But if you have King James Version, you will notice that the word gifts, the font size of the word gifts is not the same as the other words around it. Am I correct? You, have, you are not even looking at it yet. All of you are looking at me. I say, look at your, look at your KJV. All right. Every single time you see any word italicized, it is because the first of all is not in the original text. The translators of the Bible put it that way. And their intention, which is most of, of the times good, is that they will be able to explain better what that, with, with that word, they will, the word they will explain better what that verse is saying. Sometimes it does. As, at some other times, doesn't. But today, he said concerning spiritual, and the word spiritual, pneumaticos is the Greek word, things pertaining to, comma, and of the Holy Ghost. Things pertaining to and of the Holy Ghost. So he said, now concerning things pertaining to and the Holy Ghost, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. So I believe Paul was inspired by the Holy Ghost to write this. In other words, we can simply say the Holy Spirit does not want the church ignorant of the things pertaining to and of him. And so many times you go to some churches and you hardly hear teachings on the gifts of the Spirit. 
a pastor was teaching on the gifts of the spirit one day and another pastor walked inside and rebuked the pastor, the host pastor. Why are you teaching on the gifts of the spirit? Say because I mean, I, I, the Holy Spirit does not want his church ignorant. Say no, you don't teach it to the people. You learn it. Then operate in them because when you teach them and they know what you know, you say, what is your advantage over them? Bad cancer. Huh? What's your advantage over them? Don't teach them. Don't teach them. May you not have bad counselors around you. God does not want the church ignorance. So, going, going forward from verse 2. Now, you know you were Gentiles carried on to those dumb idols. See, those idols are called dumb. Even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit. Also, the idols may be dumb, but the Holy Ghost is not dumb. It's a speaking spirit. No man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now, cons uh, uh, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. One school of thought said that every single time we are discussing the, what we call, we call the gifts of the Spirit, that we are discussing some things that have to do with gifts. And then they say, when we say gifts, that specific gifts of, 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 of the Holy Ghost are called specifically as gifts, like the gift of prophecy, the gifts of tongues, and interpretation gifts of healings, that those are gifts. And then they said the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirit are administrations. And then they, they talk about revelation gifts as uh, uh, operations. That is one school of thought. And then um, we we as the year progressed, greater revelation came that made it easier for us to, to understand the nine gifts of the Spirit that we're about to read as they were put into different classifications. For instance, in verse 7, it says, but the manifestation, the phanerosis the, the of the Spirit is given to how many men? Every man to profit with all. Then from verse 8, he started. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts of healing. Actually, in the original text, the word gifts and healing are in plural. So gifts of healings because they are diverse endowments as far as the gifts of healings are concerned, by the same Spirit. Then verse 10, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another 
discerning of spirits to another diverse kinds of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and self same spirit, divide none to every man severally as he wills. So the, the other school of thought says, these are nine gifts of the spirit, but that we can break them into three headings. We have the gifts of utterance or inspirational gifts. Under that, we have prophecy, diverse kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues. Then we have the gifts of revelation that reveals something. Under that, we have word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits. And then the third grouping we have it comes under the gifts of uh, uh, power, power gifts. Under power gifts, we have the gift of faith, uh, uh, gifts of healings and then the working of miracles. Uh, that, that is how they are. That they are gifts that do something and that those ones are power gifts. Gifts that reveal something and those are revelation gifts and then the gifts that say something. So they are those gifts that say you are inspired to say something. Under that falls the uh, utterance gifts or the inspirational gifts and then the gifts that do something are power gifts power is always doing something and then revelation gives the gifts that reveal something so under the, uh, uh, by that it becomes became easier to relate with these gifts um, what I wanted to do because we don't have all the time Try a little bit to um, define what these gifts are. Let's start with word of knowledge. Uh, word of knowledge is not natural knowledge. Word of knowledge is not uh, the knowledge that we derive from academic exercises. It is not profound knowledge of the Bible, even though we are supposed to study to show ourselves approved unto God, the workman that is not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of, of, of truth. It's not even the knowledge of God. Word of knowledge is not the knowledge of God. Yet we are supposed to increase in the knowledge of God, but that is not, that is, this is not what that word of knowledge it is. Um, word of knowledge, like we say, word of knowledge, a word is a part of a sentence. And what God does in all the knowledge that he has is that he gives a part of that to us. We cannot know what God knows. It's not possible for us to know all that God knows. So God lets us in into a word of the bountiful knowledge that he has. So word of knowledge is supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God of certain facts, certain facts in the mind of God. There are things God knows, like God knows how many people have died in Lagos this morning. He knows how many people died yesterday. God knows how many babies were born yesterday. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know how many babies were born yesterday. But if God lets me in into how many babies that were born yesterday, that will be to me a word of knowledge from God. 
It's something that I don't know. I can't even picture it. Okay, so but God decides to let me in. So a revelation by the Holy Ghost of certain facts in the mind of God about people, about places, or things. And word of knowledge always deals with the past and present. With the past and present. How does it work? Sometimes it comes through an inward revelation. At other times, word of knowledge can come through vision. There are three kinds of vision. There is open vision, there is trance, and there is spiritual vision. Spiritual vision is the lowest form of visions. Yet, the highest form of revelation is likened unto the lowest form of vision. The highest form of revelation is that you see things in your spirit. The second type is that you hear things in your spirit. The third type of revelation is that you know things in your spirit. I take that one more time. Three kinds of levels of revelation. You see things in your spirit. You hear things in your spirit. Then you know things in your spirit. Now that seeing things in your spirit and the lowest form of vision, which is spiritual vision, are almost similar. In Acts chapter 19, 1 to 6, Acts chapter 19, 1 to 6, Paul was on the way to Damascus to take some Christians captive, arrest them. But on the way, he had an encounter. He saw a bright light. The light was so bright, it blinded his physical sight. He could not see anymore with his physical sight. His eyes were closed. But he said that he saw Jesus. How did he see Jesus? He saw Jesus in his spirit. Now that is spiritual vision. But he saw Jesus. And that is also likened to the highest form of revelation, which is seeing things in your spirit. Sometimes people say, okay, um, knowing things in the spirit. How, how do you differentiate that from inward witness? When it comes to knowing things, that is the manifestation of the spirit. But what of inward witness? In, in inward witness is your spirit picking up on things from the Holy Spirit. Your spirit becomes aware of, okay, um, I want to travel to Kaduna. I'm in, I'm in Abuja. Lord, is it okay to travel to Kaduna? Is the road safe? My spirit man takes a, a hold of the help of the Holy Spirit and shows me in Kaduna. And the moment I can see myself in Kaduna, I'm going. If I can see myself in Kaduna, I'm going. Why? Because he has showed me the way. So we do not go to places or stop going to places because there is danger or no danger. We are 
to be led by the Spirit. All of the time that things were happening between Abuja and Kaduna Road, we were going to teach classes in Rema. Yes. One day I came to Rema office with I was dragging my bag. <laughs> Where are you going? Kaduna campus. You, 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 you are going to Kaduna? I say yes. But haven't you heard? Well, I've been hearing. But I heard something this morning. I've been hearing those other ones. But I heard something this morning. That's why I'm going to Kaduna. Make matters worse. The driver, we chartered a taxi. We about three in the taxi. And the man kept telling us stories along the way. This is when they laid some people on the ground and cut their throat. I say, where? He say, here. I say, here. Then we passed. He say, see that mountain? He say, he say, you see that mountain? Those guys used to come out from that mountain. He said, they are slim and very tall. He said, they are evil. Very evil. Every point of the way, he kept telling us stories on the way. But Kaduna, we are coming. So, where were we going? We had an inside information. Are you listening to me? When Pastor Shola was teaching, oh, when he got to that place, he said, in business, how the Holy Spirit has helped him. I said, tell it. He didn't tell it. Come and tell it. I'll give you the microphone. Tell, you know, those practical experiences, we need them. It's like meat inside your meal. To eat food and not eat meat, you know, complete. Am I, am I talking? Huh? <laughs> I said, tell it. And I know that he was racing against time like I'm doing right now. I'm even diverting. I'm, I'm, I'm distracting myself right now. 25 minutes has gone. I know he was racing against time. If we will have all the time, maybe he will come and tell it uh, uh, any other day and I will come and hear. Hallelujah. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I said, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Somebody say after me, I can see things in my spirit. I can know things in my spirit. And I can hear things in my spirit. Our first national director at Rema, Reverend Matt Bima, he made a statement. He said, when you get down praying over an issue, he said, don't stop praying until you see something or you hear something. Never heard that before. And I know someone is here also hearing it for the first time. He said, don't stop praying. The spirit realm is real. It's as real as the physical realm. Why are we engaging the things of the spirit and not go with it all the way? They are there. 
They are, they, are, they are there for us. These things are there for us. Visions and revelations. They are there for us, for us to know the things that we want to know. So many times you read in the Bible, and David inquired of the Lord. You cannot be a minister of the gospel and not engage that place of wanting to know. Lord, I, I need to know this. What, why are things like this? Am, am I talking? Why, are, why is it not going this way that I expect it to go? And David inquired of the Lord. This, is, this doesn't just belong to Brother Hagin. To know. Brother Hagin one time, a man came and the man put an advert out in the paper. And he challenged everybody. He put, the advert was, he will, he will give $1,000 to anybody that could prove that any miracle was happening in Ken Hagin's meetings going on in town. Hagin heard about it and also, also bought a, 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 a space in the, in, the, in the National Daily and put out an advert of $10,000. If anybody could prove that miracles were not happening in his meeting. He's not always that daring, but he was daring that day. He was that daring that day. And this is what the Lord said. In his place of prayer, the Lord told him, they'll bring somebody on a stretcher today. Then you will stand. He said, I saw, he saw himself stand up there on the platform, and there was this woman on a stretcher. He said, there will be those pastors, there are five of them. When they come in, I'll let you know when they come in. And you will know them. But he said, the moment you see them, Go to where, where you, you, you go to the pulpit area on the platform, point to that woman and tell everybody, I'm going to point my hand to that woman on a stretcher, paralyzed. And she is going to get up and walk. And if she didn't, then I'm a false prophet. <laughs> and he, 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 he just like I, like I said, he did it, God did it. And the woman jumped out of the, out of, of, of off the stretcher, running all over the place. And he pointed out the, those five guys. They were the ones that put out the advert. Amen. I said, Amen. God, he said, the Holy Spirit supports our position. I like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Glory to God. Ah, you know, we don't have 12 hours for this. <laughs> so the next one is word of wisdom. Word of wisdom is virtually like word of knowledge. Only that word of wisdom is a revelation of plans and purposes as it is in the mind of God. It's a supernatural revelation by the Holy Ghost of plans and purposes in the mind of God. When God gave the Ten Commandments to Moses, it was a word of wisdom. When he gave him, uh, when he told him how to build the tabernacle in the, in, the, in, the, in the wilderness, it was a word of wisdom because it was the will and the plan and the purpose of God for his people. When God told Israel how to live their lives before him, 
how they were so, uh, uh, again it can come by audible voice when God told Noah to build an ark that was a word of wisdom word of wisdom audibly to Noah concerning the plan that God has the, the purpose of God and always word of wisdom deals with the future just like we have said before uh, how does it work it works through revelation it works through visions it can work through audible voices can also come through the vehicle of prophecy it can come through the vehicle of tongues and interpretation we had a couple that came to Rema Abuja from the US and both of them never seen a couple that operate in tongues and interpretation like that couple the husband goes to the person and points to someone in the congregation and the, and brings forth an utterance steps aside the wife comes and wife steps in front of that person pointed point a hand at the person and just 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 say out amazing things that causes the person to scream out okay that could be word of knowledge that came that could be word of wisdom that came but it's coming through the vehicle of tongues and interpretation and those things belong to us that's how we are learning about them we are talking about the holy ghost and the supernatural then the third kind is discerning of spirits discerning of spirits is not the gift of discernment some people say i have the gift as you are seeing me so i have the gift of discernment mm, there is no gift called a gift of discernment what they are really saying is that word of knowledge operates through them but if you are talking about gift of discerning of spirits you are talking about discerning spirits spirits and the word discern means to perceive by seeing or hearing by perceiving by seeing or hearing uh, Gift, the gift of discerning of spirits is not the gift of to discern evil spirits. It's not the gift of suspicion either. You see a fair girl, you must have water, you must, must have something to do with marine spirit. <laughs> Say the way I'm looking at you. Mm. <laughs> that is not the gift of discerning of spirits. No. No, <laughs> we can discern the similitude of the Father. Actually, no man has seen God at any time. The first time I say, somebody say, what about Moses? The scriptures cannot be broken. John chapter 1 verse 18. No man has seen God at any time. What about Moses? Exodus 33. He saw the similitude of God. Is it possible to see the face of God not in, the, not in this flesh? If you see, if you see God eh, as he is, life will swallow you. I didn't say death will swallow you. I said life. <laughs> Somebody said, probably what Enoch did and did wrong. 
was that one of those days God came and visited Enoch. And God said he was going. Enoch said, let me see you off. Because the Bible says, Enoch walked with God. And then we was not. How, do, how does God look like? How do you look like? I was told you were made in his image after his likeness. God has eyes. The eyes of the Lord runs to and fro. Am I right? His ears are not heavy. God has ears. The heavens, his throne, he's got tozo. The earth, his footstool, he's got feet. Are we talking? He has hands. And the hand of the Lord was upon him. You will see it in different scriptures. So everything that you seem to have, God seems to have. Because you were made in his image. After his likeness. God doesn't have a physical body. Jesus does. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father in a physical brown Middle East body. Forever a representative of the human race in heaven. In heaven with curly hair from Middle East. Looking like a, a looking Palestine in every respect. Brown. With nail prints in his hands. Fresh wounds. It happened this weekend. This weekend. <laughs> the arrest was day for yesterday. Yesterday. I killed him. We are still watching what will happen tomorrow. <laughs> it's just that I will not be here to see it happen. <laughs> I will see him in Abuja. <laughs> Come on, shout hallelujah, somebody. We, we, we ought to hear the word of God excited about it. Yes, Amen. Yes. Is that okay? Yes. yes. Hallelujah. Then you can see the similitude of Jesus. That book is called the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ, not Antichrist. Revelation 1 1. It is not the revelation of the Antichrist. That book is called the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave. I'm trusting the guy in the computer room. Don't disappoint me. And what did John see? John saw his hair. He saw his head. He saw what he had around him. 
He saw. He saw him all the way to his feet. From verse 10. One verse 10. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying I am Alpha and Omega the first and the last what thou seest write in the book send it unto the seven churches which are, which are in Asia unto Ephesus, Minor, Pergamos, Thyatira and so on verse 12 and I turned to see the voice that speak with me. This is like 60 years ago since John heard this voice. He used to put his head on his chest but for him to turn meaning he was backing the voice. But the moment he heard that voice he knew that voice. And he turned to see the voice that spake with him. And being turned, I saw. I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the middle of the seven golden candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, got about the paps with the golden girdle. Next verse. His feet. His hairs. Sorry, his head. His hairs. John saw his hairs. He must be close enough. I say he must be close enough. He saw the hairs. He saw the head. He saw the hairs. White like wool. As white as snow. He saw the eyes. Woo! The eyes were like flame of fire. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.